You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest episode of the Guide Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and you are listening to the God Life Culture Podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say welcome to our podcast. We hope that you um, enjoy today's episode, that you enjoy today's podcast, that you become a reoccurring listener, and that you come back week after week for all of our episodes and content. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. We hope that you have enjoyed our last few episodes and that you are ready for today's conversation be sure to follow us on social media we're letting you know right from the beginning at god life culture podcast facebook and instagram subscribe to us wherever you are listening to us right now so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode eddie it is almost november it is no it's practically it's November. november the turkey's already in the oven people are switching um from fall decor to like christmas i know there's people yeah, that are literally yes. already putting up their christmas stuff yeah. so like christmas tree before thanksgiving after yeah. thanksgiving some people already have their christmas tree up yeah, yeah. halloween is like today right tomorrow well yeah at the time of recording this is tomorrow but yeah no, it's right? still tomorrow. No, no, no. The time they're listening to this is tomorrow. Oh, Halloween is the 31st, yes. not the 30th. You know what's yes. the 30th? My grandmother's birthday. Yes. That's birthday, tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, people are already like getting into the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and I think it's it's exciting. I yeah. think there's a, um, you know, when fall happens and sweater weather happens and everybody's like in that whole thing, it's really great. Um, everybody pretty much already got their pumpkin pictures, their mm-hmm. pumpkin patch pictures and all that stuff. We done. just got ours. You did. We were delayed. Yeah. You know, yeah, but everybody it was, was the weather. Yes. It was the weather. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was the same thing with us this past weekend. Um, so I think now that that's like checked off of everybody's like year to do yeah. list, it's kind of like, oh, okay, now we literally got there at like four 30. They closed at five cause we went on a weekday cause we yeah. couldn't go on the weekend and we went put them right by the pumpkins took our pictures and at that point it was already like five o'clock time yeah. to go yeah but it was worth it and we yeah. got our pictures yeah you know it does look cute and i think that those things are really cute and nice a lot of people are like oh that's so like uh, everybody does the same thing every year uh but i think it's a great for me i always look at it as a great thing to look back at yeah where you look at like the first year picture versus three years later versus now we're on year seven for my oldest and that's you're crazy. like comparing those pictures it's like he was barely the size of a pumpkin yeah and then now he's like this big giant dude uh so you know it is it is cute it's cute just yesterday i was talking to my parents and i'm like you know i don't know how you guys do it like and how you're doing it dealing with like your two boys your two kids growing up and like being adults yeah i my son is only four months Uh and i'm like looking at his newborn photos and looking and I'm like, this is a completely different child. Like he's so he's growing, growing rapidly the way he's got. And I'm just like, how do my, like, how did my parents do it? Like even you, like I'm already, I'm just like, you know, he's going to school in a few years. Like I was just like, (laughs) it's these truths where you start to realize like time flies and goes by so quickly. And how are you, appreciating the time valuing the time creating memories and making Mm -hmm. memories like we could have easily been like oh it's the last week of the pumpkins and the farms who cares we'll do it next year you know but it's like 
you create those memories and you go and you make the sacrifice and you take the pictures and you do that. Like you said, you look back at it and it's a great memory and it's like a timestamp for you and just things that you could say that you did, you know, with Mm. your children. So it's just one of those things where, you know, I think lately it's been coming up this idea of just appreciating the people around you, appreciating, you know, your loved ones and, you know, whether it's your children, your siblings, your parents, grandparents, time is fleeting um our lives are fleeting you know we're here one day we could be gone the next and it's one of those things where it's like real somber and sad when you sit down to think and reflect on it but sometimes it's necessary Mm -hmm. to remind yourself of those facts so you're not just letting the days go by Mm -hmm. you're not just letting the weeks go by the years go by and you're stopping to like reflect and think and take advantage of every moment that you have yeah and i think when you have kids is when you really start thinking in that way you know and i think you hope so and i think that also when god is gracious and you have long periods of times where there isn't anything tragic happening Mm -hmm. um it's very easy to forget that you know because i think back to a couple of years ago uh it was 2020 um in the midst of the pandemic completely unrelated to covid i lost two family members Mm -hmm. back to back right but then before that it was like 30 years of nobody in my family died yeah like 30 years of nobody that was like really close to passing away or anything like that so it's very um easy to forget what humanity yeah in the sense of that we're not forever you know it can happen slow there are people that get very sick and then you kind of know that it's happening and then there's other people where it's unexpected mm-hmm. uh, when my grandmother passed it was it was weird because it was slow and fast at the same time because we knew she wasn't she wasn't doing well uh but then when a treatment um she had gotten in for a treatment and that treatment had complications. And then it was like one of those things where, well, we can kind of try to fix it, but it's not really going to work. So what do you guys want to do? Um, so we had that. And then when my stepdad passed away, it was very unexpected. It mm. was like one day he was here. The next day, everybody's looking for him. Yeah. And he's gone. Type we of were thing. actually going to record a podcast. And we, we were. We yeah. were actually going to record a podcast that day. And I had to leave work early. Yeah, yeah. It was like this whole big thing. Um, you know, and I think that each one is different. Mm-hmm. Morning each morning in, in general is different. Also, the depends on the individual, depends on your relationship with them. It depends on how it happened. Um, I think a lot of that uh, plays a factor into it. A lot of people are very affected by uh, celebrity deaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that they grew up watching or seeing, you know, this past weekend, Matthew Perry from Friends. Perry. How do I say it like that? Perry uh, passed away yeah. very unexpectedly um, for a lot of people um, and people who grew up watching Friends, something like that, who's very nostalgic. You know, it's one of those shows that I can always sit back and just watch. No matter. I have seen the episode 462 times. I will sit still there watching and feel entertained. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it kind of like, oh, snap. Like yeah. nobody like, you know. It's like, wow, it was like when the Golden Girls, when they started dropping like flies, and I say that respectfully. (laughs) And then you had uh, Betty White as the last one, you know, Mm -hmm. when she passed away like a year or two ago, that was another big wave of things that happened where some people like feel nostalgic about that because they mourned the loss of the individual, but also what that individual represented a certain time in their life, a certain era, certain individuals who they would watch those shows with. Mm -hmm. I think that... um, uh water cooler talk was very big so like i remember when the friends season finale happened and they're airing it in times square and then the next day everybody's talking about it at work you know it's something that it brings back memories yeah. of stuff so you know morning in general is just always difficult to deal with yeah absolutely i mean i think past uh you know this past summer um 
you know, I lost my aunt. Yeah. And before her, I guess the other death that really affected me um, was my great grandmother and I was eight years old. Yeah. So I think since the age of eight and then, you know, I had just turned 30, mm. right? Um, I really haven't experienced a death that yeah. really took a toll on me or like affected me. And, you know, it was one of those things where we knew she was sick. Mm. We knew she, you know, um, basically was going to have to go for treatments and it wasn't looking good, but um, we knew, okay, she had a few months, like, you know, or at least a year maybe or two left. We just knew it kind of was declining her yeah. health. And, um, you know, she falls and has an accident. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what brought her into the hospital. And from there, it kind of just went downhill. So it's one of those things where you're hearing one day from the doctors, like, okay, everything's looking good. And then drastically, it's like not looking good anymore. Yeah. And, you know, you're saying your goodbyes. Mm -hmm. And that was such a hard time. Everything happened within the span of like a week, mm -hmm. right? Um, of her like, you know, being in that condition. And it was just draining because literally we would go mind you you know my wife is due at any moment yeah, right yeah. and we would go and you know see her and it was like each time we would go we were like saying our goodbyes she was able to hear she would wake up and like say certain things and then like kind of go back into that coma like state but it was very difficult because you know i remember the last time we saw her which she ended up passing um that night i was like i don't think like we could keep doing this like come because yeah. like each time you would go you were saying your goodbyes and you were saying certain things and you know um it was just draining yeah. you know what i mean and then going from that you know just hoping this was such a big year for our family you know we were having micah and then my brother was getting married in a few mm -hmm. months and i remember she would always say to my brother like i'm going to your wedding even if they have to wheel me in mm -hmm. i'm gonna be there so it was just one of those things where we had a lot coming up that i know yeah. she was looking forward to that we wanted her there for and she didn't make it to mm -hmm. that you know so it's like she passes literally six days later Micah's born mm -hmm. you know um and then my brother gets married like you know a month or two after that so it was just a lot you go from being sad mm -hmm. to then being like the happiest you've been ever in life to then having moments where you think back and you're remembering you know how practically in her deathbed she's requesting for us to go buy a baby bottle for her so she, you know for Micah like all of these things it's a lot you know yeah. what I mean but I could say that experiencing that loss this summer right before you know having our baby boy was one of those things that really reminded me that mm. these individuals that we're so used to seeing we're so used to seeing our family members we're so used to seeing our grandparents sometimes great-grandparents even siblings right mm life is not guaranteed and yeah. you really don't know how long you know we're here on this earth so it's like you know don't let those days go by i think of individuals who have conflict right with their family and it's unresolved it's like don't let more time pass you know before you make amends with that family member and make it right yeah you know take today if you're listening right now and you know when someone popped into your head you haven't spoken to them in a long time you haven't communicated with them you know maybe something happened there was conflict between you guys you know stop listening right now go hit them up apologize make things right reach out to them because again you truly don't know how long you have your loved ones in your life and then you go through a moment where they're gone and it's like it's the worst you know i think back right with you know my aunt she was always sending me like messages on Facebook mm -hmm. and random stuff like from food recipes to stunts people were doing to funny memes. Right. So it's like I go back and I have like this whole record of mm -hmm. just like jokes and things from like the last three years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I look back to just moments where, 
you know, every Sunday after church, she was like wanting to take us out to eat, you know? And then some days we would just be tired. You know, some days yeah, you're yeah. like not in the mood to like go out, but you're just like, fine. You know, we would have to take her home. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm so grateful that I took advantage of those opportunities. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that when she asked, right, can, you know, we go out to eat? Do you want to go here? Do you want, you know, do you want to go get Spanish food from this restaurant? And, you know, up until literally like the second to last week before, you know, she passed, we went to that restaurant that she wanted to go to, you know, and we were able to take a picture there, not knowing that yeah. would be like our last picture with her. So it's mm-hmm. just one of those things where it seems annoying it could seem like you know we're always doing this we always have dinner you know why do we have to do this take advantage of those moments you just never know when you won't get it back no absolutely and i also think that you know as believers uh people who are you know meant to be representing christ in in life in our encounters with our families i think that's why testimony is also very important uh because not everyone is given you know, we all have family members that don't serve God. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are lucky that their whole family serves God. And then there are other people that have people that don't, um, you know, and you hope that, you know, one day you are able to have a conversation with them and, you know, have that whole thing um, with them. But sometimes you don't because they die unexpectedly or you don't happen to be there. You can't make it on time, that type of situation. Um, so that's why you hope that your testimony speaks volumes so that in a split of a second, when a person finds themselves on their deathbed or when they find themselves like knowing oh i'm about to go you know like your face flashes in their memory and then that reminds them of god and that reminds them of what that means and what it means to have god in their heart and all that other stuff because it's in a split second to us god can do so much in in an individual um and then if you are given the opportunity because i remember with my grandmother when she was you know all intubated in the hospital i went over there i prayed with her i had like this whole like jesus moment uh with her which is a privilege and an honor Mm -hmm. to have that you don't always get that you don't always get an opportunity to pray with someone to ask them if they want to accept jesus into their heart to do that prayer of salvation with them and knowing that this is it. Like if you do this now, not that you get a like, Hey, you made it. <laughs> uh, but knowing that if you're not obedient to mm-hmm. that, to that, um, to the Holy spirit, putting that, um, inquietude, how you say that in English, that, um, um, like moving you, yeah, bothering you. you to go, no, you need to go. Uh, Cause that was me. I was like all, a discomfort. Yeah. Like I was a like, whole hour and a half away. Yeah. And I remember I have to go, I have to go drive all the way over there. Um, cause I felt from God and the Holy spirit, like you need to go, you need to do the prayer. You need to go see her. Um, you know, and if I would have been like, I know it's too far it's to this. And it's like, that's an opportunity. Can mm-hmm. God have done it through somebody else? Absolutely. Yeah. But then now you live with the guilt for the rest of your life of you weren't obedient, uh, to that, you know? And I think that that brought me peace, you yeah. know, with her passing and you know, the, the, it was very quickly, very crazy. Uh, but to be able to have that moment where you're able to speak with someone, um, and to present them Christ, I think is a very powerful thing. Um, and the other, the the flip side of that too is that if you aren't given that moment i think that's why always covering our families in prayer is important uh because you maybe didn't make it on time or maybe you weren't given the opportunity to speak with someone that does but that doesn't mean that god didn't present himself yeah. to the individual <clears throat> you know you never know the bible says we will have many surprises up in heaven yeah and someone who you think is like oh no you know that he make it 
it is like they're right there waiting for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you make it um you know and, and i think that humor um plays a role in helping people mourn um mm. you know i remember uh being seeing other people going through deaths in their families and you have people that you know they fall into depression and they go into like really dark places and they don't want to talk about it they don't want to mm -hmm. relive memories they don't want to do this they don't want to do that and they're, they're like stuck under this funk for a really really long time um and then you have other people who are very open about expressing their emotions they're laughing about mm -hmm. jokes that they used to make memories do you remember when this happened when that happened um and i think that that helps people in mourning mm -hmm. um so if you find yourself in a situation like that where someone close to you has passed away reliving those moments and relieve reliving those emotions and saying those jokes and laughing about experiences that you had together is important for that mourning process uh because that's how you get to relive their memories and you get to process things and yes we have moments of feeling sad yes you will cry but also be sure to enjoy their life like memorize remember their life yeah. and what they went through um regardless of how you know troubled certain individuals are there's some people that were very difficult you know while they were here mm -hmm. uh, and maybe there's a lot of negative things that you can't say about them uh but try to remember them for the positive stuff too and you know it mourning is very complicated because it varies from person to person you know people deal with it very differently there's people that are that are fine a whole year goes by and then all of a sudden it hits them like a, a ton of bricks. And then there's other people that in the moment they're a mess, they're crying and then you give them two days and, and they got good. out of their yeah. system and they're good, you know. So everybody mourns differently. So if you if you someone in your family has passed away and you're looking at your sister like, why are you crazy? Why are you still crying? And don't do that. Everybody mourns differently. Yeah. One thing that you were saying about um, the guilt and the shame that you didn't want to have. Mm -hmm. Right. With not doing what you felt like doing. I think it's so important because I think when people pass right and they're no longer with us i think that guilt and shame stays with us for mm -hmm. some things right yeah. for instance like you know i wish i would have called them more mm -hmm. right all of these regrets i wish i would have been there i wish i would have you know listened to them more or i wish i would have told them i love you more yeah. right and i think those are the things that you can't change mm -hmm. and those are the things that eat away at you mm -hmm. and make the morning process so much more difficult. You know what I mean? Like when was the last time you told a sibling of yours that you loved and cared for them? Mm -hmm. Or when was the last time you, you know, told your parents you loved and cared for them? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, once they pass, then you are left with all of the, I should have done this. If I would have known, I would have done that. You're left with the regrets and the remorse and I think that makes the mourning process so much more difficult when you're dealing with, I just wish I was nicer to them. Mm -hmm. You know, I know someone recently gave a testimony I heard where they were in high school and they were, you know, they're a Christian in high school and their best friend um, was not a Christian. Right. And they always felt like sharing the gospel with them, but something would always hold them back. Like they were like scared and you know, they're like in 12th grade. Yeah. So he just looked at it like, you know, yeah, one day, you know, mm -hmm. I'll get to tell him, you know, his friend and you know, years went by, they kind of grew distant. Like, you know, sometimes happens after high school and um, it was his class reunion, right? Years later. And I believe it was like 10 or 15 year reunion. Um, and he goes and he's asking for that individual mm -hmm. And everyone's like, oh, no, he he didn't make it mm. like he passed. And they kind of explained what happened. And, um, you know, the person that told him said, and unfortunately, we think that he passed without like knowing Jesus, mm. like, you know, 
And it's one of those things where, again, you don't know for sure, yeah, yeah. right? But he was explaining how difficult it was to hear that because he remembered way back in 12th grade mm-hmm. when he kept feeling that tug in his heart to share the gospel with his friend and he didn't do it. Yeah. And he said that ever since he found out that that individual had passed and that he may not have known Christ, that it was such a weight on his shoulders mm-hmm. and like he felt so convicted and so guilty because he's like, man, if this individual died without knowing Jesus, was I the opportunity? Mm-hmm. Was I the door that was supposed to be, but you know, that bridge between him and just knowing who God was in his life. And he said he kind of had to deal with that for a while. Right. And he says sometimes to this day, it still haunts him. That idea yeah. of you had a chance to speak to your friend, someone you was close to someone you loved about Jesus mm-hmm. and you didn't. And you kind of put it off till tomorrow and you didn't get that chance to do that. You know, now again, God in his mercy, infinite love and grace, Mm -hmm. maybe had 17 people after him tell him about Jesus. And for all we know, he died knowing the Lord. Right. But it's that guilt and shame that you live with, with man, I could have done more. Why didn't I, you know? So I think that's just another point, especially if you're a believer and those around you, whether it is family, Mm -hmm. a lot of times we'll do a lot of like outreach in our churches and we'll go give our 1000 for strangers, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And we have like a bunch of people in our family that aren't saved that we just like, you know, pay them dust. (laughs) Right. It's easier. It seems like for us to like work really hard within the church for individuals that we may not know than it is for people within our own family. So it's like, if, you have those individuals around you who are not saved who don't know jesus be that light be that example in their life talk to them about the lord plant those seeds in their life because at one point you know whenever they are in that place between life or death or they are on their deathbed or they are in a moment where you know all of those words will come back to their memory, those conversations. And, you know, that is why you plant those seeds. So hopefully one day, right, they will remember what you told them and, you know, be led to Jesus and yeah. surrender their lives to him. But again, it's just one of those things where we don't always think about that. Yeah. You know, we're on the go. We're busy. We're not thinking about, man, this could be my last day or this could be your last day. You know what yeah, I mean? No. no one wants to think like that. Yeah, because it's scary, you know, when you think about your mortality or the mentality of the people around you. Uh, but like I said, I was saying earlier, you know, it's so easy to forget it until it's too late. When something tragic happens is when all of a sudden you remember, oh, man, we're fragile human beings that, you know, it doesn't and it doesn't always have to be tragic. Sometimes that headache you've been ignoring could be something that's very serious. You know, somebody trips and falls. They they, they seem that they're fine. They get a blood clot. You know, you never know. Things mm-hmm. get, it gets crazy the way that, you know, when it's your time to go, it is your time to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of us know that we weren't given a, a certificate that says on a certain day at a certain time, <laughs> right. you know, you'll be out. But those um, shows that do do that are uh, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching this show. Um, I even forgot what it's what it was called. Ugh. And they would like give you like mm. everyone knew and saw their death. Yeah. They wow. just didn't know how it was going to happen. Yeah, no. You know, like not how, when, or like what steps, you know, so they they saw themselves falling off a building, mm-hmm. but they didn't know what day, when. So yeah, like yeah. they lived their lives knowing like, you know, yeah, and this is how I'm going to there's die. There's others that are out there that is like they know when. They, they know right. like oh it'll happen on a certain day but they right. don't know like how? is it in the morning is it at night right. and then the whole day they're oh yeah 
you know, and I think you know, nobody wants that, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like that's a debate that a lot of people have also in reference to um, losing someone suddenly or losing someone when you see them on their deathbed and it's a slower process. Mm. You know, what's better? Is it better that it just happened so suddenly that you didn't have to see them, you know, change? Because a lot of people when they when they when they pass slower, you know, their personality changes, they look very different. Yeah. They're not the same person. So, you know, there are people that go back and forth with should it be like ripped away from you like a band-aid or should mm-hmm. it be the slow process what do you prefer each one i think it depends i think you know i, I prefer neither to I be don't. honest um but i think that sometimes the slower one is is i feel like it's an opportunity for people to take advantage and to mm-hmm. say what they needed to say and to have those moments of closure um that the when it's happened suddenly isn't given to you yeah um you know but then the cost of that is having to see you know, how people change and all of that, mm-hmm. you know, and at the end of the day, it's just super mega tragic. Um, but I think that overall, like, you know, one of the things that we want to make super clear is that when you mourn, you don't have to mourn alone. Yeah. You know, especially when you're part of a church, church community, you know, lean on those around you to express when you're feeling down, when you're feeling sad, when you're missing an individual. If for some reason you feel guilty about anything, maybe, you know, the last time you guys talked, you had a fight or I don't know, you know, um, you know, those are things that you want to lean on to speak with those around you about lean on God about it as well. You know, yeah. he's the only one that could heal those wounds. Um, uh, the, 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 the gap or that space, yeah. that emptiness that you feel in your heart when a person, um, that you love is no longer here. Um, you know, and it's just, it, it's a process of being very conscious of allowing yourself to feel the emotions, to feel the funkiness of it, to feel the sadness of it, the heaviness of it, but also understanding when it's time to get up. When it's time to be like, okay, I, I'll still feel sad, but I need to move forward. I'll still feel a little down every once in a while when something reminds me of that person. But I have to be able to create coping mechanisms so that I'm able to still function and I'm still able to live because now you're here for other people. So then now you want to be living and vibrant and taking advantage of the time that you have here because today we're here and tomorrow you may not. Yeah. I'm not even going to add anything to that. I think that was perfect and a great way to close. (laughs) (laughs) So um, definitely go hug somebody, go tell somebody you love them, you know, and if you haven't spoken to a certain individual in some time, right, reach out to them, right, and uh, try to make amends and try to solve that conflict, especially if you do have love for that individual. So we hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. Again, one of those conversations that's sometimes hard to have or listen to, but necessary for our growth, right? Um, And we hope that you just come back for our new episode episode stay tuned make sure you subscribe so you can be notified when we drop a new episode follow us on facebook instagram youtube at god life culture podcast and send this podcast to a friend share it and um we hope that you have a great week yeah so thank you once again for tuning into the latest episode of the guy life culture podcast that's god, god life, life culture. culture until next time See ya. bye